I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you go on HBO before you sign in and mm-hmm. you can be like, you can just kind of browse, you know? Right. And when you go on Sex in the City... It has like a the big versions of these. Oh, dang. And season three, well, first of all, the the cityscape, the cityscape, the Cities. skyline. Yeah, either both. I like cityscape. The cityscape is made of um like newspaper font. And that's true. Text. That's it's got to cool. be like her writing. Or wait, it looks like it's a literal. Oh wait, maybe not. Yeah, it's very cool. Does it say anything? I was just trying to see because it looks like it credits it to someone. Um, Charlotte. It says like Charlotte always blank. Dash, a student took to her Judaism. Gefelt to fish. It literally says Gefelt to fish on here. So, <laughs> and <laughs> secret then, messages and to it you. Features to me. Oh, yeah. why? I said no white, I, no ivory. That says virgin. I have a child. What is this? These are probably quotes from the season. It's got to be. No, well, we're maybe from the series because we don't really deal with Gefelt to fish until later. That's true. Although, didn't who um, was it? Charlotte who dated that nice Jewish boy and his family loved her. Oh, no, that's that was Carrie. <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant Carrie. Yes. And his parents loved her. Yeah. Because um, I always see this photo when I watch it on Amazon, but it's so tiny. I didn't notice the giant ass flower on her. This fucking flower. Yeah, they really committed to it. This is the season of the flowers. Oh, let's taste our drinks. Mm-hmm. What are we drinking this week, Bridget? We're drinking bourbon with grapefruit bitters. and They're not grapefruit bitters. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, is it? Mine's it's not grapefruit bitters. It's, um, okay, good. Thank you. You probably had the fresh mixed one. Oh, I might have. And I I just put the extra <laughs> bourbon in mine. Good. Sorry. And for an extra night. Um, I'm, I think I've had a cold since this podcast started. Yeah. Oh, but it's this place. Seems right. Um, have you heard of The Wing? No. It's like a WeWork for women, just women. Oh, cool. And you have to like be a member. Love that. They had like a holiday market. Oh. Um, And I got, it's like a cocktail mixer, but it's like grapefruit and uh i want to say honey Ooh. or agave i don't know but it's really good oh so it's not bitters it's just a mixer it's a mixer it's super yummy whatever it is and it tastes really good with bourbon bourbon which i love um so yeah Thank we you, last last time was vodka uh, two times ago was vodka mm-hmm. last time was no alcohol because it was 11 a.m um, on a sunday and now we're drinking bourbon I mean, we like to spice it up. We like to keep it fresh. I feel like bourbon, whenever I have a stressful time, I want a brown drink. Yep. And then I also I'm, just like brown alcohol. I like brown alcohol, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I stayed here, and I went to 
my dear friend Lily's house. And it was just like. You got to play all the games you wanted to play. Thank God. I Almost. Yeah, no, I did. Oh, good. Did I, I, oh, I mentioned playing Quiplash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't play that with Lily, but I did oh. play that since we talked about oh, it. Oh, good. That's really uh, all that matters is that you get it. Yeah. In. And then we played Fibbage also at Dylan's. So is that when you texted me and we're like, I'm amazing at lying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, my Thanksgiving was sort of kooky. So the Wednesday night I went to Westchester, uh, and stayed at our friend Dylan's house and got to like watch the parade with him and his family in the morning. That's so cute. Dylan and I like woke up at nine Aww. and like watched the performances and Kyle slept till like 11. Seems right. <laughs> yeah, seems right. Well, also the night before they, I think, stayed up talking till like three and I was like oh. out by like midnight. Classic. There's a lot. Okay. But we played so, I played so many games. I played Ticket to Ride finally. Oh, it's so fun, it's isn't it? It's really, really fun. I'm very excited. It sort of is like Mexican train dominoes. Oh, whoa. But, Don't know that at all. But like more involved. I've only played once and I loved it. That might have been because I won. <laughs> I didn't win, really but fun. I like didn't suck. Yeah. It's fun, right? It's like. I like it because you're I don't competitive know how to, kind of with yourself. I don't know how anything. to explain it. So just Google Ticket to yeah. Ride. It's like R- too play complicated. It. If you ever come across it in someone's board game collection, you should play. You should play. And it was Ticket to Ride America. Oh, wow. I know you have Ticket to Ride. Yeah, whatever it is. World, I think. Nationalist. Europe. Europe. Europa. So when the boys are here, we'll play dominoes. We'll also play that uh, that Harry Potter game. Apparently, <gasps> oh maybe I'll play this weekend. <gasps> maybe that's what we'll do tomorrow. We just did so many gasps in a row, and I loved it. We meeting me. Uh, yeah, but I gasped first, and then you gasped twice, and <laughs> laughter. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> and then I played Fibbage in the morning, which is like a Jack in the Box game that you can play on on like your computer or the Apple, t- mm. the newer Apple TVs, um, where you like come up with a lie and then people have to guess the lie so like they'll ask a question like a question that could have a real answer also you oh it's only it's not seven yet never mind are we gonna pause it and play at nine but (laughs) i will be done by then but i almost i got to sorry i'm I'm we're all over the place i'm so excited by (laughs) games okay 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 and then we played celebrity that's great at at actual thanksgiving but it was great thanksgiving was great because everyone chose to be there Oh, that I love that. It's a you like know? chosen family so kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone wanted to like be there. It was like the yeah. parents and Lily, mm-hmm. Lily and her parents, yeah, and then the parents, like family friends and like their kids, mm, fun, who are all our age, and then like chosen family. That's amazing. It was so fun. That's perfect. Honestly, to me, that's what Thanksgiving should that's be what about. Thanksgiving yeah. should be. I'm going home for Christmas. I'm love like that. doing that whole thing. Um, I love that. How was your Thanksgiving, Bridge? It was also great. I like. I like Thanksgiving. I've always mostly liked it because good food and like time off of school or work or whatever, because my family ha- is not like a super big Thanksgiving family. I only, we only have the five of us really. I mean, we haven't, we right. don't really have like a big family to do Thanksgiving. S- with. Uh, same. Exactly. I don't have like big extended family. Um, and I, especially because the quarter system on Northwestern means you go home for Thanksgiving and then you, if you're going home for break, go home for break like two weeks later. Yeah. So starting in college, I never went home for break. Oh, and sure. so I would have found family Thanksgivings either with friends or, or, and their families or like, you know, just would host them yeah. in Evanston. Of course. Um, but this year I went um, with my boyfriend's family, which I loved a lot. It was so good. It was so good to see your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Well, so so I'll talk about this in a minute. But Brooke had, speaking of games, like a late post-Thanksgiving gathering here yeah. on Sunday night. 
um and my boyfriend was still in town and we came together and then we played (laughs) yeah we played celebrity we played um hq which is what brooke and i were talking about stopping everything for okay so everybody i was in i walked in the door as we were playing and was like indoctrinated and i've played it every time it's come up since Okay, so HQ is this live trivia game. It happens at three and nine. You should download it and play it. Because if you win, you win literally, liter- oh my God, legit money. Literature Literally legit money. Literal legit money. Literal legit money. Okay, so if you do play, one of you, like every other person, like everybody who listens to this podcast, like make a group text and talk about it. One, So half of you use my referral code, which is broke wise man three words and then the other half of you i'm gonna find it because it gives us a lot it gives us so um, while bridget finds hers we i was out with um a group of people on saturday friday night oh mine is just bridget m37 bridget m37 download hq support us in our endeavors yeah broke (laughs) b-r-o-k-e space wise w-i-s-e space man m-a-n which Amazing. is phonetic, my name plus minus a letter. Anyway. These are the important things we, we started were, we this got podcast in an, for. We got in an Uber and as HQ was starting, and we were like, okay, Uber driver, this is HQ. <laughs> and by the end, he was like, oh, I got to download it. And I was like, and I, I, I locked eyes with him and I said, broke wise man I, that's your referral code, broke wise man, three words. And I shut the door. Amazing. Did you get it? Like, yeah, like six to 12 hours later, I got a notification that was like, you got a life from Adam or That's Jake. So and I was like, this Adam? is, it you wasn't, it wasn't through. Adam. Adam was who we were with oh. or like, but some name. And I was like, oh my God, I have never, I also was like, incredible memory on the hymn, you know, I was scared. I can, the t- I can tell <laughs> yeah, the intensity of your gaze <laughs> boarded into his, his brain. Um, so play it. It's really fun. And we got to play all these games here on, on Sunday. And Brooke made a pie, which was deli- delicious. Oh, I still have and Please eat it. Yes, I will. And our friend Pip made um, hash brown casserole, oh which I never God. had before, which is just all the hash browns, cheesy potato goodness you could there ever were, dream and of. And it was a Ritz ca- cracker. <gasps> is that what that was? Crust. I love Ritz. Ritz are one of those snacks that I forget about, but then could eat a sleeve of. I could eat a whole box yeah, of them. Yeah, same. Because they, they're just like butter they're amazing they are they're just like they're like shortbread but crackers because they're similar to cheeto puffs and that you can put them Mm -hmm. on your mouth Mm -hmm. and And just like disintegrate i know exactly what you mean you're totally right yes yes you you are well thanksgiving was amazing (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got to um my boyfriend's um on one side of his family there he and his brothers are the youngest cousins but on the side of the family we spent time with and who part of whom i hadn't met yet they have like little cousins who are fun and amazing so it was we got a nice, clean 7 a.m. wake-up call, lights flashing, three children in our bed every day. Um, but they're like the most – there were there are eight cous- nine co- cousins, and one of them is a girl. And she's like this like whip-smart – she's so funny. So I got to hang out with um, her a lot and all of them. But it was just so nice. And because my family isn't like a super Thanksgiving family, there is literally nothing more that I love than spending Thanksgiving with other people's families uh-huh. when it's not your – drama it's not your whatever i don't know what it is i why why do you think that um drama comes out at the holidays um i think it's fairly rare once you hit a certain age for everyone to be together you know Uh so it's just like well something i remember too when i'm the youngest of three and when i go home not anymore i like to think i've grown out of this but for a long time like just being home would make me revert into oh, like, I was just yes, going to say that. Yeah. Into being like a bratty baby because it was my, I'm, I'm so like used to it and your, your 
hackles go up around your family in a different because you're just used to pressing buttons, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. But it is interesting. So when you get to remove yourself from that entirely, it's amazing. I know, I know, I know. And you just get to watch other people. Yeah, it's great. Do anyway, it. so Sex in the City, baby. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I, for, I was like, what comes next? <laughs> What's this podcast called? Um, welcome to Splat, Splat the podcast where me, Brooke, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and me, Bridget, talk about Sex in the City. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. But I'm um, um, Back in it, babies. Wait, the best thing that happened when we were playing Celebrity. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so someone put in. So in Celebrity, you write down a bunch of characters, people, anyone who everyone in the room knows. Just like a person. And you write them down. You put them in a in a bin. And then people pull them out in the first round. You can just you just try and make it, the people guess what you have. Second round, you do the same thing. But you can only say one word as a clue. Third round, you do it in charades. There's a game for everybody that was probably unnecessary. But... Someone put in not just Cynthia Nixon, Nixon, but but Tony Tony Award Award winner winner Cynthia Nixon. (laughs) And um, I have to say I was extraordinarily proud that the person who got it was my boyfriend because he listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah, that was so fucking cute. (laughs) But multiple people in the room knew it. So shout out to us for having nice friends who listen to this podcast. Also, I looked it up. She she does definitely have a Grammy and it's for reading. um, Yeah. It's for... Did you doubt her? No, I didn't. But remember, you were like, I think. We're not doubting her. We're just... Whatever. When it came no, up. No. No. Someone else was oh, like... Oh, someone else was. And I was like, like are don't you doubt. doubting? Oh, good, good. Well, I just realized I didn't know what it was. So I Googled it no, because I was curious. it's definitely an audio book. It is. But it's... um, She read An Inconvenient Truth, that Al Gore <sighs> book, which is like fucking dope woman. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, me too. Um, so should we, should we, should we dive in? Start talking. Guess what guys? This, this episode's called, are we sluts? Are we sluts? Are we sluts? Are we sluts? <laughs> and do they answer it? Not really, but it's a kooky episode. It's a quackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwackwack
yeah, across so she, town, when doors were, one door closes, another opens, specifically Samantha's. And then we find out that there's a woman who's been held at gunpoint. The next morning, it turns out, Samantha comes downstairs, there are cops around, and it turns out that... Um, he got, they, the, the guy got in following someone who got buzzed by a guest, and it was late, and the doorman was off duty, which is something I feel like in a building on the Upper East Side that's this nice yeah. would not be true. Also, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Also... In, an, in nice buildings like this, at least now, I could be wrong, but when you have a doorman, you can't buzz someone in from inside your apartment. Like, the whole point of the doorman is to do that. Right. So how does he get in? It's ostensibly by Samantha buzzing him in, which is just weird to me. Yeah, That's, yeah. like, very, like, less nice apartment building. Right? Yeah. Well, if the doorman's off duty, there must there has there to be has a There has to way. be a system, I guess. But that's the point of a 24-hour doorman, I guess. Anyway, not but, 24 but hours. But I, I, I presume I it's not 24 hours. <laughs> right. So he came in, whoever this, this thief was, came in behind Samantha's hookup. So all the old ladies in the building are in a tizzy about who let someone in at 2 a.m. Because apparently no one under the... Uh, so sorry. Yeah, that was cute. Um, no one under the age of... Um, like 60, 70, no, not 60. Oh, good. Good. Brooke is frame. really good at freezing these on amazing moments. Um, so then whatever. That's Samantha's plot. Is also, made very that's, clear. that's literally her whole plot in this. Lest you think Samantha was going to be getting a plot. Not yet, baby. Not yet, but she will. But I also just had to say that Samantha really loves a naked robe reveal because she does. She opens the door and just her hair looks amazing. Her back's a little bony for my taste. She is a tiny woman. I think often about how they must have worked really hard to be tiny women in this. It makes me sad. It makes me sad too. Did you read your dear friend Beanie's amazing article? I did. I read it today. I did too. At Beanie Feldstein. No way. Um, I don't. Yeah, she's amazing. She continues to be just like so she's amazing. She's amazing. If you haven't seen her in Lady Bird or Go Hello Dolly, both. Run. But also, I'm gonna. I haven't seen Hello Dolly, so forgive me for this. But Lady Bird, I don't care. Fucking perfect. It's a beautiful film. It's so beautiful. Go see it if you haven't. Um, yes, it's an amazing, amazing article. It really is. She wrote about how people commenting on her losing weight is actually not really a compliment because she's not trying to, and what it does is make her think about her body. Yeah, because she's like got this like amazing mentality which is true like yeah. she is one of the most like down grounded down to earth people so i know cool. and and she's always like identified as like chubby and she's yeah. like i never thought about it and no one ever thought to comment on it because i was pretty like stagnant right like I, my body never changed right and now she's like yeah i'm dancing on broadway eight times a week right. like i'm not trying to do anything but my body's changing and people are like commenting on it so much that it is all i can think about yeah it it's is a an really, interesting really comment. good article it's amazing we'll tweet it we will and it's an, an interesting comment on just the ways that we feel entitled to talk to other people around us and that you never know what's going on That's yeah all. like sometimes people aren't I've, I've read that before like don't necessarily be like oh my god you look amazing you lost right. so much weight because or like illness or yeah and vice versa i mean not that people comment so much the um, other way around you know but. that beanie you listeners is the reason why we're called splat that's right sometimes i remember that and it makes me so happy yeah so we'll we'll definitely tweet that out tomorrow beanie's the best we love you beanie hi um so samantha honestly negligible storyline um <laughs> negligible negligible really really <laughs> really well done brooke that was crazy so they brunch and charlotte is like i had a terrible night and, and Samantha goes, you slept with someone on the first date. And she says, no, second. And then third, she goes, it was the third date. Oh. And then she goes, I don't, 
I don't want to talk about it. And then immediately launches into talking about it. Well, what I thought was interesting is the way that she's like, you know, full name, career, where I met them, mm-hmm. which is so funny because I feel like this is the first time that Carrie hasn't like done this, mm. this for them. For them. Like Charlotte right. is telling her own. Right. As opposed know. to like Charlotte seeing this investment banker. Right. right. So this problem is that this every time this guy comes, he screams. You fucking bitch. You fucking whore. Which is, like, pretty shocking. It is shocking. I don't think it's, like, super... It's not, like, the most unusual thing, you know? Is that really? Have you encountered that? Not in this... (laughs) Okay, well, yes. But not quite like this. I mean... But this guy's, like, blacking out and doing it. Okay, well, we learn that later. So we don't know right now. So... So it really obviously takes, I, I, we can talk, I feel like we should talk about it as we get deeper okay. into it because it really takes Charlotte by surprise and she feels terrible about it. She because feels she like a whore. Yeah. She feels like he's making comments on her. Which we know Charlotte who like wants to be perfect mother, perfect mm-hmm. wife. And you know what? Like when you aren't, if you aren't explicitly into that, that fucking sucks. Yeah. To be called a whore or a bitch. Um, both of those are fucking terrible things to hear about yourself, especially if you're Charlotte. Especially if you're Charlotte. So um, then a and we, Samantha, of course, is like, well, you were fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, Carrie's very quick to um, make it about herself. So they're like, Aiden. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think he's very into me. I don't she's think like, I'm clearly, she's cl- he's clearly attracted. First maybe of all, he's gay. Maybe Sarah he's. Jessica Parker's hair looks unbelievable in this yeah. episode. It's like. They figured out the like curls that don't look like fake curls for her. Oh, it's so good Aiden's so tall he's so tall and she's tiny she's so she's like teensy. okay so we went on our next date and I wore the dress that has d- leaves little to the imagination it's like the pink version of the naked dress and, and he still won't come inside with her and so she sort of slams the door on him and he knocks like for like you know a few seconds and she opens the door she's like and he's immediately like, what's happening in your little brain? Uh, which I love. Bird. Talk about being the opposite of big is he recognizes when she has an issue, wants to talk about it with her. And, and she talks. I know. Kudos to both of them. This is an amazing adult conversation where she says, what's up? Why don't you want to sleep with me? I'd rather know sooner than later. And he's like, I do. Look at you. Uh, she is. I mean, she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> he says, but I. So basically, it's interesting. This this episode actually does some some interesting discussion of gender roles and they actually follow she follows through on it a little more than some of her other uh-huh. conversations so basically Aiden's like I've been burned in the past and I've just decided that I'm not going to have sex with someone until it's someone I know I really care about uh-huh. and he's like and I think I can care about you but I want to give it the chance right and he says it's only been a week and a half don't people date anymore and she's like wooed yeah why did I expect to sleep with him after only a week and a half had I become so jaded that I didn't even recognize romance when it kissed me on the lips literally so she writes post-it note with um romance written on it and to be like we need reminders romance isn't dead and then (laughs) oh I just put something together sticky notes are going to be a whole thing in their relationship aren't they no is that going to be a whole thing at some point someone gets broken up with by sticky note Bridget, I... <laughs> Brooke has no idea what I'm talking about. I made it up. I don't know what a sticky note is. I Me either. I've never been alive. Can I just say what really quick that I love the holidays, but I hate the emails? Yes. I hate They're the them. worst. There's so many emails. Something I do love about this time of year is unsubscribing from promotion emails that I should all the time. In the morning, instead of deleting them all, I go through them and unsubscribe from shit I don't use Proud anymore. Proud of you. Thank you. And a happy new year. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> um, so... 
Um, first of all, Carrie bringing back chokers long before they were brought back. I'm pretty sure this is not a scarf. I mean, if it is, it's the literal tiniest scarf <laughs> I've ever seen. It is a scarf for like a hamster. Ascot. Right. Um, so Carrie and Miranda have a lovely little park walk. And um, what do they talk about? Carrie tell. I mean, Miranda tells her that she went in to her doctor for a routine checkup and for the first time in her life got an STD test and she has chlamydia, which first of all is I can't talk. Everyone hold me accountable for finding a gyno and going. But that's why you get yourself tested before you're like 32. I've gotten tested before. Good. You should. Um, And Miranda's honestly like she's like embarrassed but she's also like you know it's not the worst of it there are no physical symptoms but she has to because she has no idea when she got it she has has to to tell okay i want to talk about this because is that just because she doesn't know when she got it she has to find out who else has it well part of what you have to do like if i got chlamydia today yes well i guess this would i would i would have less but I have to go and contact all of the people? No. The reason that it's a problem is because she may have infected other people. And so what you're required to do is tell them so they can get tested. Because she has no idea when it happened. But, like, the person I slept with, like... I guess if you slept with someone and then you were... And then you... Or you, you were tested, you knew you were clean, and then you slept with someone and you weren't. That would be a pretty so obvious. post... Post clean test. So anyone pre... Like clean test and before I wouldn't have to contact I think so yeah well so remember it's not like I have like remember when Michael thinks he's on the office thinks he's gotten herpes and he starts calling his old girlfriends to tell them that uh-huh. they have to get tested and it turns out he has like a cold sore or something yeah it's that kind of thing where it's like legally and I think this is a good thing you're required to disclose to your partners future partners right and to talk to anyone who you may have infected so if you know you didn't infect someone I don't think you have to talk to them okay cool but it is mortifying and so Miranda's like well I'm gonna have to start going through this list of people and call them across town and so Charlotte's at dinner with I don't even know his name I don't either I don't think we ever learn it no merger guy we, we say it merger boy um you know what's funny it. we never learned Samantha's guy's name we don't know how she met him who he is where he came from we just know that he is a plot point basically well yeah it's not about him it's no, about the guy behind it's him. just funny yeah um and so this guy's like what what do you what do you mean, Charlotte? What do I? Because Charlotte, to her credit, is like she's trying to have this conversation, but it's a hard one to have. It is, and he also has no clearly has no idea it's coming. And so she, what she says is, "I was kind of bothered by the thing you said the other night." And, and he's, he's like, like, "What? What do you mean?" So she tells it to him, and he has no, no. He he doesn't. She doesn't tell him. She's like, "You said it to me during sex," and he doesn't remember. And she's he's, like, "Well," he's like, "I remember it being very nice." What did I say? And she's like, "Oh, you're right." She like freezes. You, you know, know what? she's like, "It's not important." And she decides that she can get over it, kind of. So it's like she brushes it off in her waspy Charlotte way. And then she, do you want some of my swordfish? It really is good. And then she feeds him. And so then they're having sex. And like the most boring, boring This is the kind of sex. sex Charlotte has, isn't it? Isn't it always Charlotte? I mean, we don't really see much of Carrie's sex. So we don't know what I that's like. Know. But um, And so he does it again. And she goes, that. That's what you mean. Because he calls her, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. Again. And he doesn't hear himself, so she tells him, and he says, are you sure? That's terrible. So as Brooke said earlier, he's literally blacking out and has yeah. no idea. Which is crazy. It is kind of kooky. I, like, never... What's crazy maybe, or to, crazier maybe to me is that, like, this isn't, like, a guy being a dick trying to get away with it. Like, he genuinely, the way this character is played, has no fucking idea what he's saying. So he, like, not only, like, he, like, truly blacks out. And he's also, like, 
he feels terrible yeah. instantly. And he's like, I, I promise I'll never say it again. And he's, he's also very open and sweet with her. He's like, you're this the kind amazing. of woman I want to. Yes, it is. He's like, you're the kind of woman I want to marry someday. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't feel that way at all. So, so cut Steve, to. Cut to Steve. And honestly, you guys, this I is, can't get over Steve's farmer's tan. I know. It's so funny. It's so drastic. And it's exacerbated by his both the hair on his lower arms and by the crazy ass lighting that makes them both look like they have ketchup all over them right now. <laughs> 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 I don't know who lit this scene, but it's not well done. Look at his fucking face. Someone just smeared ketchup on him. <laughs> I love making Brooke laugh. <laughs> I'm in the fetal <laughs> She literally is. Well, if you could all see what's happening on the screen, it's like someone smeared ketchup on the lens. So, <laughs> well, Steve is really trying to get it on, and he and he, Miranda's like resisting a little, and he's like, "Come on!" And she goes, "I can't tonight. I have chlamydia." It's Emmy, so Tony, Emmy, Emmy, Grammy. and certainly Grammy <laughs> award winner, Cynthia Nickerson. 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 <laughs> you guys, I, Bridget can vouch for me. Mm-hmm. I've had maybe three sips of that That's drink. True. That's I'm, true. I'm, I'm not drunk. No. Okay. Okay. I just think this line is delivered perfectly. It's I, amazing. I'm so happy. It's amazing. And you know what? Steve is amazing through this whole thing is. Except sorry too, and we'll talk of well except for I mean, when he's is, a giant baby. He is Steve a giant is either like baby. man of your dreams or like twelve year old boy. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> he, she's like, go to the doctor, just get tested. He's like, I'm afraid of the doctor, <laughs> and you're like, Steve, do we need to give like, you a popsicle? He's like, like you already have it. And look at how fucking scared Steve is. He looks like a little baby. And, and then, so the, I, well, I, then the doctor turns around and is like, drop your trousers, and he's like, uh, there's nothing happening. We don't have to do that. And the guy holds up a swab and is like, no, I have to stick this in your dick. All right. And with that... And the music that plays as it zooms in on, on Steve's face is incredible. Um, I'll just say that, like, do you think that that... that 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 hurts that bad because I just had someone put metal and then plastic into my uterus and let me tell you nothing hurts more than that well I'm sure that's true this is a sidebar just get on my soapbox and talk about my experience getting an IUD notoriously yeah you should um because it's a good thing to talk about um so just like while we're on yeah say it and then I'll I'll give you my serious answer to that question to the Steve thing well no you'll do it first um Here's the answer. It's one of those things where, like, yes, across the board is is deeply unpleasant, but um, it. I just feel like is it as unpleasant as like a fucking pap smear? I mean, it's it goes into your urethra. So the idea is you are sticking something up the tiny tube that your pee comes out. Okay, fair. So it's um, I guess yeah, terrible. But on the flip side, there there oh, I hate that I know this. There's a there it's like a kink side of that too. So it can feel really good, oh. but it's very unusual. And okay. like most men, I don't think would or most people with penises would have no desire Just to. Have I feel like women have to get down. a fucking pap smear once a year, and someone like right. sticks metal up your cervix. But then you think about there's at least some like space and pathways in there. Okay, it's just well like you know where there tiny, isn't. In my In your tiny, tiny cervix. So, you guys, I'm just going to tell the story. Tell it, because it's worth it. So, I get to the doctor to get my IUD in um, two weeks ago, today. And um, (laughs) she's like, gets in there. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you have such a cute little cervix. Brooke just made like a parting the curtains (laughs) motion. Uh, And I, being the asshole that I am, I'm like... Who me? A tiny service? <laughs> Stop it! Mm-hmm. Stop it! You're being you're being too, too nice. Too nice. I literally just got a text from about work, 
And let me tell you guys something just really quick. Mm-hmm. I'm a part-fucking-time employee, yep. and I am not salaried. <laughs> so I should not have to nope. do work when I'm not at work. But nope. I love my job, and I love the people that I work with. So I will answer this email in approximately 45 minutes. Amazing. Anyway. <laughs> You're a star. Um, so she had to dilate me. So a procedure that normally takes a woman about two minutes and is very intensely painful took me 25 minutes she had to keep going Damn. in and coming out and she was like do you want to just come back another day and i was like You've been in no turns out having a, a cute little cervix is not and ideal. i was like is this what it's gonna be like <laughs> to have kids and she was like no, you'll, you'll be dilated oh so then it does it for but you but i doubt right. i don't think it whatever anyway so I'm anyway get an iud though get an iud i feel i felt it was honestly like um the the most intense pain i've ever felt in my life and then cramps for mm-hmm. the night and then I've been fine ever since. Amazing. I'm like crying. And now you're good on birth control for five years, right? I'm crying a lot more. Mm-hmm. And my body's certainly having an adjustment period yep. to the hormones. Makes sense. But they have ones that you don't have to have hormones. Oh, great. Love it. Uh, wow. I'm so burpy today. It's that semi-flat soda we're having. Ooh. Yep. So Miranda is doing... So the other thing that this episode is is based around, aside from are we slots, is... Um, Guy from how, Delhi. Interested in that. Amazing. <laughs> is how many men um, these women have slept with and vice versa a little bit. But for Miranda specifically. for Miranda and Samantha. Because Samantha... So Miranda's writing down the list and then Samantha gets in the elevator with a woman and she's like, I know it was you. We all do. Who buzzed in the gunman. And you then, always have guests coming in. She's holding the world's most stoned poodle. Yeah, she's basically like, well, you're always with a different man. And then we get this ridiculous montage of Samantha in the elevator, like... Thinking of all the places she's... No, they're all in the elevator. Oh, that's right. And it's just like her wow. with a bunch of men. Like, some are pretty mild. And one, she's literally giving a hand job to a guy while she's having a conversation. That's right. It's so funny. That's right. And it's... And then Samantha, like is grief stricken she's like oh my god she is definition shook and the dog woke up which means you know it was a different take that's right (laughs) um and she's so shook in her giant ass leather pink she's wearing a pink everything pink Pink pants Mm -hmm. pink shirt including a pink trench coat and um so miranda has made a list of the guys which she's never had to do before she's like terrified of contemplating how many people she slept with and then she starts calling men and this ass hat she calls david David. Do we know him? Is this the asshole who she had like really good sex with? I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I didn't remember him at all. And I kept trying to figure out if it was him. Like that really angry guy who she like hates in person, but loves having sex with. Right. Maybe. It seems like maybe it might be. It might be. So the guy is like, why are you calling me? And then he's like, "Um, yes, I've been tested also. Is that enough for you? Bye. And Miranda's like, wait a second. No, it's not enough. Do you have it? That's how you spell chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... It's, this is a really awful conversation and I hate white men. Yeah. I mean, he's just the terrible worst. And of course, it was him who gave it to her and he avoids the, the whole conversation. She ekes it out of him and she's like, um, okay, so maybe you were the one who gave it to me. He's Because he's he's resisting it all. He's like, sorry, you called me out of the blue and want to discuss my health? No, she she goes, he goes, what? So I gave it to you. What are you going to do? Sue me? Right. And she's like holy fuck yeah which also if he'd known at the time which he didn't i mean you can there are legal steps you can take know that protect yourselves so this 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 episode is mostly about carrie and aiden yeah look how tall he is and miranda and steve but mostly carrie and aiden mostly carrie yeah yeah yeah. very tall he brings over cute groceries they make out chinese food and beer those they're groceries to me so 
you know. It says delivery and it's got a Chinese menu on it. I know. I just mean Chinese food and groceries. Oh, those are your groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese food and beer. Um, so and they're like so so they we go through this whole it's so like, stupid. It's so stupid, but I could get it. This is like I a real too. thing. Yeah. I've had this. I'm sure everyone has experienced this, where she's like. He teases me like a friend. You'll cut to him doing something. And then he's, then he's massaging her and she's like, like a boyfriend. So she'll, he'll, you'll have him do one thing and she'll go, boyfriend. And then he'll do another thing and she'll go, oh, friend. This is all voiceover. Um, and so then she calls Charlotte. The only reason I get frustrated her with her, like in these moments, because like I do also get it. But again, we're now 11 days in and you've just had a very real productive conversation with him about how he's taking it a little slow you know it's like we know he's into you he's told you he wants to have sex with you right just like take a deep breath but i get it i do i've been there but like i think it's then she goes this isn't romance it's bullshit on yeah, the phone yeah and to she's like eating a fortune cookie like on the phone with charlotte um and he's been in the bathroom for half an hour and she's like oh he's probably reading the fucking newspaper and then he surprises her with a bath and it's cute, and he's, like, set the he's, whole thing up. I mean, this is why people love Aiden. Yeah, he's really thoughtful. Because I mean, Aiden is the opposite of Big. I was just going to say, opposite in all these ways. Like, when did Big ever once on his own initiative do, do any kind of gesture for, for um, and Carrie? Honest, and not, like, after her pressing and whining and whatever. I like the way that Carrie acts around Aiden as a friend yes. more than yes. as a quote friend right more than i do the way even even in this moment when in the bathroom when she's like what is with the ketchup lighting in this fucking episode what are they doing it's I, so bad <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad it certainly didn't age well no that's fair and then he's like i made you a bath you seem stressed and then he's like i'll leave and i'm going to be thinking about you naked and he kisses her hand and she's like melty melty and, and now then- i have this cute yes so in that last this is so a uh, fucking weird i hate it's this it's super weird why is it's all of it's weird i hate it i just, so so in the first, so just is this implying that her bathroom has an entrance to her bedroom and also to her foyer? I think it must be. Because, because he's, he, he's, he's leaving. leaving and Carrie is like sitting in the tub. Nike. Covered in bubbles. And see her. And he can see her from the front door where he's leaving. And she's like, I'm a little baby. <laughs> yeah, she like, come and bathe me. She's like, oh, I'm so small in this tub. And then... um she's like join me and he's like you convinced me so he gets in okay i think this is weird i think it's weird to take a bath with someone naked before, before you, you sleep slept with, with them. them because because like are you fucking kidding me yeah and i they, have i i think it i do think it's cute i like but the I scene think, but but also like big tub little person right big 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 big, big person, person. <laughs> yeah in a and lo- they're both tub. in the tub, and so like they're and they're, they're like giggling and sliding around, and, and it's not cute. It's like look at his fucking positioning. Yeah, this must have been so uncomfortable this to like, film. This is and he's got these fucking necklaces on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just like a lot of cute. Like so, you're in this position with a guy, and you tell me that he hey, he's not hard. Right. And then like you. Baths are not easy to take alone. No, no less together. But they aren't. You have to like keep your, if you're not washing your hair, like keep your head up and figure out your position and not like slide down. And now he's like, fine, let's do it. And then she throws a towel into the bathwater. Which which just doesn't make any sense. It's the dumbest thing. She's like, fine, fine. He says, fine, we'll do it. And she's like, no, No, I don't want you to help Big Dale about it. So um, the other thing is like, yeah, I think taking about. a bath with someone is like super intimate. Yes. Where like I don't think 
I mean, shower sex can be fun, but it takes so much logistics. It's like it's difficult. It's you really have to difficult. know somebody, like trust them. Right. I fell in the shower <laughs> out trying to have a shower because <laughs> it's slippery and wet, baby. Well, this fucking dude was like, <laughs> I was like, he's like trying to pick me up, and I was sorry, Dad, and I was like. <laughs> been a minute i know and he yeah it. he loves it and i'm like you don't have to do this mm-hmm. and like, he's like don't do it he's like no no man i got you <laughs> he was like and then you did not and i was like okay and then i swear my life flashed before my eyes we like fall and they're like bodies on top of bodies and like thank god i like knew this person well and we were able to like laugh about it yeah um it helps when you but like to a man i you're all slippery and slidey like you yeah. like their limbs are touching and you haven't had and sex and they're not having sex you know so it's not about that and they, and they don't, don't have sex. they don't that night because she's like you made me make it a big deal which i like right but just my my earlier thought was Sorry. don't that's okay i just like i don't love shower sex but one thing i really do love is taking a shower with someone else I just love, because it's just like very and like intimate and like and exactly like you wash each other's hair and there's something like this is so dumb but it's like no it's like <laughs> Something about the domesticity of doing stuff like that where you just, like, share in your routine or whatever is so nice. But, like, for 10 days in. No sexies. No sexies for this to be, like, their entree into this world is so crazy It's not to foreplay. Me. It's no. certainly not foreplay. No, it's just foreplay. a weird foreplay. It is not foreplay. Um, anyway, that's it. That's it. So Samantha reenters her building and all the women are like, whispering and Samantha's like say it to my face old crones and they're like you don't belong in this building you're bad for this building so um Samantha leaves she's like fuck you they're all in it this woman never not holds her sleepy poodle how does this woman not be able to see her out of her eye yeah so so the woman who was robbed was like you let that man into this building and I can't open my eye yeah but when we saw her talking to the police I know who knows what happened? Maybe he pistol whipped her. They Sorry, that's terrible. You're bad for the building. You have too many visitors. There are always men in the hall. I got robbed because of you, Tart. I just wrote Tart in all caps in my notes. So, so then she calls Samantha. And she Samantha she calls Carrie. Calls Carrie. And, and says the phrase, it's like I was fucking Steen or something. Fucking Stein, sorry. Fucking Stein. Which is funny. Which, I was in like, the sense Samantha's that she's like compiling a monster, bunch of different... Right. But I was like... <laughs> Um, Samantha should be the writer sometimes because of all the quips she makes. She's the queen of puns on this show. So then Carrie's like, I got to go on another date with Aiden. And Samantha's like, don't tell me you're not having sex yet. This is actually really funny. I want to put the clip where she just, she's like, we're going to a blues club. (laughs) Samantha goes, who's singing? You. You. (laughs) And then Carrie goes on this whole thing, which I think is funny. And by the way, I got a little preview. And I assure you, there is no curving in any direction. It is straight. Very, very straight. Yeah. Because, like, I just think that penises are so funny. They really <laughs> fucking are, honestly. Listen, I, I was with someone who had a penis that curved. Oh, yeah. Just, like, slightly to the left. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. Um, and it's not a problem. Like, who's... Guy did it had a very curvy penis. Like, how very... Like, like I'm picturing, like, a full S. Um, no, that seems biologically <laughs> impossible. Like a, like but a, it was like a like, duck penis. It was, like... But the thing... <laughs> that might be aggressive. But the thing is, it can make a difference Bridges, because... Bridges, I just made a... She's waving, like, a fucking queen of England. <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> when when um, the Thermopolis comes yeah. down the stairs. And is, um... But it can make a difference because cervixes are different. And so if you have an angled peen, it can make a difference about how it fits in your body. Quick cue. Yep. Just because we have subtitles on, 
Do you think that it's spelled cum, C-U-M, or cum, C-O-M-E? I have strong feelings about this. I understand C-U-M is the accepted way to differentiate it. No, he says they have it as cum, C-O-M-E. Oh. Um, I like C-O-M-E. I sometimes think the verb and the noun can be different, but to me, I just prefer to write it C-O-M-E. I feel like C-U-M just always looks like cum, C-U-M, but the action is coming. Is coming. C-O-M-E. I-N-G. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty standard. I just like the word C-U-M always makes me like a little. It's like, yeah, you don't want it. So the guy can't, it feels, it's really quite sad. He's like, I'm afraid to come. And Charlotte's like, just do it. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, whore. And then he he's like. He can't help himself. And then he like loses it. He breaks up with Charlotte and goes and directly goes to, to therapy. therapy. Which Shout you know what? Therapy. This guy is one of the best <laughs> success stories on this show yeah. in some ways. Yeah. But also I was like, oh, you didn't need to break up with her. Yeah. And Steve, so we cut to Steve and Brandon. Steve is like a wounded little puppy. He's like, I suffered through the clinic for eight hours. Come and touch my penis. I had to go to the doctor. And, and so, so they're then talking about- they're talking about their numbers. And he really wants to know Miranda's. And she's like, I've never told anyone. I don't want to tell you. It's high. And he's like, come on. Not, you like, just tell me. I'm not going to judge you. And it's 42. And I wanted to talk about yeah. this because Miranda's what? 30. Yeah. How old? 32. 33. So that means that I have to sleep in the next <laughs> seven years. There's no have to here. Careful. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> that means that theoretically, I will probably, in or to reach... And in seven years, we'll sleep with, like, over 30 people. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. I don't see Kind of gives me mad respect for Miranda, especially if she's, like, fucking the deli guy, because holy shit. Right? I'm like, I don't see myself fucking 30 people in the next seven years. In the next 10 years. I don't... And I don't have any... There's no... This talk about... Like, I'm not, like, that slut. I'm like... Damn. Right? I know. I'm so impressed. My number is like is healthy but small. Mine is um I think a probably healthy medium. I don't I haven't counted in a while. So I just I'll need think, to well yeah. okay, you tell your thoughts and I'll count. My thoughts are um <laughs> so well I'll just tell what's happening in the scene. Um so Miranda tells him forty two and he's like he's like, All right, all right, and she's like, You tell me and he's like, No, no, I can't and he won't tell her. So she's like ten and he's like higher and she's like sixty and he goes, Higher. <laughs> which is super funny and um, I think it's I think it's I think that's a great number I think it's eight it's between eight and ten if I'm forgetting anybody and okay, if I'm I am count. sorry and she's like that's not that bad and he's like I'm a bartender and I'm cute, and I'm cute which is really cute um and then they laugh about it and this is where he, he's reading a book called Aquarium Owner's Guide. Yes, like, he is. I'm so sorry. Wait, so, I really hope so, the idea is that Steve is deeply planning for his future as a, an aquarium no, owner. In my head, yeah. it's it's like an aquarium, like what you have. Like it's like a, a user's guide for like an in-house like big fish tank. It that probably they've called is. An aquarium, but neither of they, them have an aquarium. That they were like, oh, fuck, we need a book. <laughs> that the so intern funny. was just like, here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's a very weird prop. It's literally got a picture of a fish in it. It just has different it's types just of all fish, fish in it. <laughs> I love this. I hope this is a deep facet of Steve's personality. That's so funny. Do you have your number? No, sorry. I got distracted. I can't do it while I'm... You keep talking. Well, okay. So here's where... This is... I do want to talk about this. This is where Carrie follows through on the thought in a way that they don't always. Note. Men who have had a lot of sexual partners are not called sluts. 
They're called very good kissers. A few are even called romantic. So she follows the logical progression through, which is the gender double standard that uh-huh. we haven't really talked about in here so far. Let's where talk about it. These women have spent, or Miranda specifically, has spent this whole time being like, am I a slut? I've slept with 42 women. And then it turns out, nope, of course. she slept with 42 <laughs> men. <laughs> I wish. In this show. Um, Cynthia Nixon, I hope you've slept, I hope with, you've at slept least with at least 42 women. women. Um, even though you're happily married, I, I hope you've been happily, say, happily married. Happily married. <laughs> um, happily married. Happily married. Uh, but and then her boyfriend, who she's afraid to tell this to, has of course slept with many more and has never once, it appears from his bashful smile and his "I'm cute, I'm a bartender," thought about whether that makes him slutty or not. Nope. It's like a, it's an imposed on women thing. Yeah, that's all. But I'm just, I just like the satisfaction of Carrie getting there and actually saying that is yeah. something we don't always get and in this, this show. Is, this show is, it's, I think it's turning a corner. I would agree. I turned a corner. <laughs> That's beautiful. Do you know what it's from? Nope. Okay. If you know what it's from, tweet at me. <laughs> That's all she wants. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going. I'm going. Sorry, I'm thinking. Keep oh, talking. Uh, keep. T- I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I, I'm, I'm like, just the, the singing. <laughs> I know. Well, now I'm. It's hard because I don't actually have a list somewhere. I don't have a list written down. No, it, it's not like it's so huge. I'm forgetting. I'm just trying to go through. No, all the years I think I may head. have forgotten someone. Yeah. Okay. There's one. I don't there's think one. Maybe. Okay. There's one. Ooh. There's one. Ooh. Bridget beat me already. Um. And so Carrie, she he's like, there's a lot of things you haven't done, and he kisses her, and she's like, oh no, no, I've done that. Thanks. And he says, I can think of one you haven't. And he's like, I'll stay over, and she's like. What about Pete, the dog? Right. He's like, oh, I got the super to watch him. <laughs> and she's like, you knew about this all night? Yes, of course he did. He made the plans. And then she yanks him in and they make out and she disappears into the sunset in Joseph's Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> <laughs> Twice in one episode. I love making Brooke laugh. <laughs> she, she is literally wearing Joseph's amazing Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> Brooke's back in the fetal position. <laughs> Oh, it, was, it is. It's red and yellow and <laughs> green, green and, and brown, brown and, and blue. The one musical I've ever been and in, babe. Orange and black and yep. crimson and gold. Oh, and really well done. And mauve and pink wow. and orange. I, I, I only could have gotten through half of that. I, I I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. For but some, you're doing pretty, I did pretty well. Look how beautiful they look together. They really do. Now we've got some lighting. Yay, 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 yay. Natural light. And he's like, well, I got what I came for. Just remembered another. Oh Sorry. my god! I'm just thinking. No, I'm gonna. I think it's eleven or twelve. I think I remember twelve from before, and I might be forgetting someone. Yeah, and which s- feels yeah super healthy. Yeah. and um, and so Carrie is like talking about clean slates with um with new relationships and how you kind of get you get to start fresh, right? And she goes, "Speaking of clean <laughs> slates, <laughs> that's exactly how she says it." Yeah, is that not a good Sarah you're, Jessica Parker you're, you're version? Bang on, baby! <laughs> <laughs> bang on. Oops. Um, Samantha literally is like, fuck these old bitches on the Upper East Side. I'm moving to the meatpacking meat district. district. And she walks rents past are high, a, a bunch, bunch of, of drag queens. Oh, is it drag queens? Because she, she's like, meatpacking district where something, something, men can be women and rents are much higher. Oh, so she says something to the drag queens and they're like, hey. And, <sighs> and she has like a coffee in her hand and she's like, careful with that. That's my bed. Her most prized possession as she moves into some, like, warehouse somewhere. Easy. That's my bed. Come on. <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode. That's it. Um, I'm going to say 12. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone, but I think, but 11. Anyway, you guys know so much about our lives. Whatever. Um, I feel like this is the first episode in a while we've actually, like, talked about 
sex our sex yes well last episode the terrible um the one we did with will miles there was no sex no sex oh wait no that's not true there was um because samantha was sleeping with siobhan the episode before that we recorded with sam there was no mm-hmm. sex in it in the whole thing, which is pretty rare at this point for not even Samantha to, to have like a one-off, a yeah. one-episode one stand. Yeah. But this episode, there's a lot of it. A one-up stand. A one-up stand, baby. Yeah, it's true. It's an interesting one. It is. I, and I, I think it's a really interesting concept for them to explore, both the idea of numbers and whatever, you know, that's a very tangible way to kind of think about this like intangible what's acceptable for women versus not. But I just like, I like that they're exploring this and I like that Carrie follows it through with some real thoughtfulness about gender roles. Um, I'm just trying to think if I slept with anyone between, between, because it all happened, like all of the, most of the, the the bulk of the people that I've had sex with have been in the past year and a half. Wow. Really? I guess so. Yeah. That's right. Because I knew, I knew that about you. Well, because I, I, I dated someone. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. And you're the opposite of me. Most of mine happened in college. Yeah. Because I'd never dated someone consistently. So I had like random hookups here and there and that was it. Yeah. And I think we only overlap on two. I think we do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I forgot we overlap on those two. They're the and best they're, ones. They're, they're the best two. They're the best two. <laughs> they're literally the perfect two. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> like if we were going to overlap anywhere, it's the only two people it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's a Midsummer Night's Dream. It's a, that's it. Midsummer um, Night's Dream. Here we are. Anyway, except everyone's happy. Well, I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was rude. Except I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that went through. <laughs> Um, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Never your mind. (laughs) That was me having a conversation with myself. (laughs) Incredible. Um, ploppability. I would say pretty darn ploppable. P ploppable. Yeah. With the exception maybe of Samantha's storyline. No, I don't think so. Actually. You think it would fit? I I think if you, if you recontextualize it a little bit, like, yes, I think with recontextualization, absolutely. Imagine like generational judging. Yeah, like imagine being like if you're Samantha and you're in your late 30s and mm-hmm. you're successful and you can afford to live in an apartment that is tipped like mostly older women or older older people like on the Upper East Side, which is probably still true. Um, I I can see that. I I know you're right. Me I was packing. I was thinking the only the not meat packing. The, the exactly. Meat packing is not like no that. no. The only meat packing. The only probable thing is the the um. State and to just of, be able to pick up and move whenever the fuck you want. Oh yeah, what seems. the fuck's that about? <laughs> but yeah, but the very ploppable. Aiden is is ploppable. Charlotte's is you know irrelevant. It could happen. Yeah, it's irrelevant, um, but ploppable. Miranda's honestly. super ploppable. Miranda's super ploppable. All the, of it. The like accessibility. Yeah. No, I mean, it would be way easier to like get in contact with you could send a text i would yeah i'd be send a text but would you send a text i'd send a text being like hey i have something kind of awkward i have to talk to you about do you have a minute to call me great just so you get, can give them a heads up i yeah. guess yeah you could you could ease in it, ease in god i don't can you imagine here. new phone who dissing <laughs> and being well. like oh well it's brooke and uh, i i have chlamydia <laughs> and so might you i'm so glad you deleted my number keep it that way unless you did get a new phone and you don't know right, who it right, is. Right. Love that. Love this podcast. Who did you identify with? Carrie.
Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I feel like I'm very, am I his friend? Am I his girlfriend? (laughs) What's happening? Yeah. That's like very me and like in my heady and I need someone Mm. like Aiden. Right. Who will kind of be like, I I forget why people like Aiden because I'm so like a team burger from like afar. Mm. But I feel like that could change. It's funny to me that. um, That they change. Yes, but it's, I was just going to say, it's funny to me that people love Aiden because he's the opposite of big and that that didn't give the people making this any clues about how people feel about big. Yeah, but you don't know what big does. I know. Little she knows. Fuck, Brooke, you got to stop. <laughs> Never. Never. Little she sees. I hope there are people who um, take drinks every time we one of us, but especially you, sings in this podcast. Oh, my God. If you don't, (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening to this at 11 a.m. at your workplace and not drinking, what the fuck is your problem? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Um, How did you? I think Carrie a little bit too, but I guess what I was going to say about my Charlotte situation, I dated someone who Mm. um, was into it in the context of dirty talk. Yes, yes, yes. We've, We've touched on this. And so, and like, it does nothing for me. Dirty. Yeah, but but this is a different scenario. It, it totally is. But I mean, because you like sort that's of why know it doesn't, that that's right. That that's, that's why it didn't shock me, and like, it doesn't bother me when I'm like, I know you don't actually feel this way, and it's like part of this like act that yeah, really gets just you like off. close your eyes and yeah. come on a journey with me. Exactly. Your eyes are closed. You're having the most boring missionary sex honestly, you could imagine. That's kind of the most offensive thing about it all, honestly. And you're like, oh missionary and then all of a sudden you hear someone call you a bitch and a fucking bitch and a fucking whore and you're yeah, like no i'd hate that you're taken out of your disney princess like missionary incredible um all right um yes it's probable do we have anything else to talk about um What's your delta up and delta down for the week? Okay. My delta up this week is that my dad got a Twitter. <laughs> oh, it's really good, you guys. And the way that I found out was that I tweeted something on Thanksgiving about not going to Florida. And I get a tweet from um, someone named at Cappy Bong. And I was like, what the fuck? Which is Well, I don't know if we're allowed. If you want to know the origin of Cappy Bong, just... Just ask me up. and I'll tell you. It's a good or- but origin I'm story. But like, I'm like, it says you are missed. And I was like, is this my dad? Well, I call my dad and I'm like, hey. And he's drunk. It's Thanksgiving. And he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, something weird just happened. Are you, do you have a Twitter? And he was like, what are you talking about? Oh. And I was like, oh, weird. I just got like a, a like tweet at someone with the handle a cappy bong and he goes oh that'd be me (laughs) (laughs) and i was like this is hilarious and then i looked at his feed and it's like pretty funny it's very funny um so you guys should all follow in the social media portion i guess we'll jump a little ahead so follow at cappy bong for hot takes um Anyway, my Delta up is my dad getting a Twitter and also SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical, which I love more than I should. Um, and then because Cats is closing on December 30th and I need something to love. <laughs> um, and my Delta down is I've had a very stressful week at work. Ugh. Like it's it's been it's been very stressful and I care, which is good, but I I I want 
things to be going well, and so I'm I I care more than I I need to. I my other my other delta up is that I forced myself to go to an of an EPA yesterday. Proud of you. Um, and it was really scary for me because I really don't like them, but I did it, and so I'm very proud of you. I'm having a lot of of ups. What about you, Bridge? My Delta up um, was getting to spend time with my boyfriend and having just like the nicest act, a break from, and I took a day off that I wasn't expecting, um, which was really nice. And um, it was just like the best time. And we saw SpongeBob, yes. which was fucking fun. I hope hell. you guys never get to know the name of Bridget's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, it would be the literal easiest thing to find <laughs> out, but I will never say his name on this podcast. It's a... Uh, it's- it's um it's a blur face, blur face. <laughs> blurry face um yeah that's all um and my delta down is um still early sunsets um man it fe- it's it is 7:55 right now and it feels, feels like, like it's midnight. 11 yeah. yeah it's the worst as Jomney Sun tweeted, hello, darkness, my old friend. Why are you here? It's 4 p.m. <laughs> there are a lot of really good sun fall. Yep, exactly. Um, Brooke, where can I find you on social media? Um, you can find me on oh, tw- I know. Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. Don't forget that there is no underscore on Instagram. And, oh, a boy that I matched with on Bumble uh-huh. followed me on Instagram. <gasps> Fun. Um, and my new, you guys, my new thing on Bumble uh-huh. is my fr- shout out to Emma, my friend Emma and my friend Susan, if they listen to this podcast, um, for helping me with this uh, together so now what i'll do is i'll match with someone and then i'll come up with a pun with their name really and good. i'll say really good. the pun and then i'll go get it <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good way to weed out people with senses of humor that you don't um share also because you know what if they don't get it then boy bye it's so fucking funny okay what about you bridget where can i find you you can find me on twitter at mrs burt macklin um, and you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. You can also use BridgetM37 as my HQ code. And me, broke, <laughs> wise, man. If you have forgotten. Um, collectively, we are at Splat Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, we're Splat the Podcast. Please like us. Um, and SplatPodcast.com. Um, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Makes a big difference. We just got a few, actually a bunch of new um, ratings on iTunes and it made me very we happy. Did? Oh, great. Um, that's all. Love you guys. Love you. Um, happy December tomorrow when this comes out. Uh, uh, sorry, tomorrow when this comes out, happy December the day after. <laughs> and also, also December 1st, Friday, the, the day after today that the podcast comes out, <laughs> yep. is um, Betsy Wiseman's birthday. Aww, happy, happy birthday, birthday Betsy. Betsy. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but my dad will tell her that we said this. Good. That's all that matters. We love you very much. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.